Welcome, everybody, to Catfish Weekly. Along with James Smith, I'm Lyle Stokes. And, James, we're going to have Tim Berger in with us tonight, and we're going to talk about a bunch of all-American catfish tournaments he has Catfish coming Weekly up this James year. I'm Lyle Stokes. And, James, we're going to have – Got an echo. Yeah, now we don't. There we go. Yep. But uh, before we get started, we're going to talk about some of the people that's in chat. we got a load of them in here tonight, James. But I wanted to wish you happy birthday and uh, ever everybody uh, in chat has been excited to get on here tonight to tell you happy birthday and and we appreciate that. I know I did when it happened to me and and uh, do you feel any older? I felt like 190 all the time, but you know, but yeah, it's uh, a <laughs> hey, I I've never been one to count years. Uh, you know, in my mind, I'm still 16 or 18 or whatever, but my body tells me I'm 120, so we'll go with that. And uh, But I do want to thank everybody for the birthday wishes today because I've got a ton of them. All of you are family, and uh, I consider you that, and we thank you. Well, it's just another day is the way I look at it, but every one that we get is one shorter than uh, – what we could, what we're going to have. <laughs> yeah, uh, but a lot longer than the one we had. That's exactly right. So it all works out really well in the end, and and we just hope you had a great day. And I, I know you had a great day because I know what you had to eat. Yeah, big 22-ounce T-bone. That's what I laid on my plate today. <laughs> that's, that's a load right there, but uh, – I remember those days, but it's been a while for I can handle anything it's like that. It's a great that. day. I spent it with my wife and my daughter. So There you go. Can't beat that with a stick. Okay. Well, what do you say we name off some of these people we got in chat tonight? I like winter. I see a muskrat, squirrel, greenwell, creole, serving from my home. Mr. Dockery's in the house. I know he'll be stirring up trouble tonight. The haze, he probably already is with you, ain't he? Yo, Avid, Ernie Brown. Keaton Glenhill, Gladhill. That's a new one. Three foot of snow. Woo! They can have that mess. Yeah, we don't need another. Let's see what we you got. got we got Mo Creek and Avid and Skip Stewart and Stonefly. And Mike Chavez. Carl Wells is in the house tonight fishing with the squirrel. We're just talking about him. Creole, yep. Bill Arnold, Sean Abney, Justin's fishing fetish, outside with the haze. Mad Catter Catfishing, Mike Lewis, Team Whisker Tickler, Georgia Fisherman. Let's see. The, there's Fishing with Paula Smith. Think she just caught a pig, didn't she? I've, I haven't seen pictures or anything. I've heard a little bit about it, but not very much. There's Brandon Cross, Green Mountain Outdoors, Weekend Angler. Hey, Josh, PD Fishing. Buckeye Catfishing, Carolina Catfishing, Jordan Lear Outdoors, Jade Clemens. Big Slim 91. John Boyce Catfishing, Mr. Gadget. Dale in the house. Guys and gals, we appreciate you coming in and supporting us. You said Stonefly, didn't you? I'm trying to look down through yeah. here see if we missed any. Wayne yeah, Smith. There's just it's hard to keep up with them all, but we try to get them, and we may go through this after. There's Ray Smith, always great to have Ray in the house. There's my friend Glenn. There's Chunky. Yep. Cody uh, Myers. One ton. They coming down to the tournament and going to be sitting on the bank, Lyle. 
putting the lines out in the water. Two old vets. I love that name. I do too. I do too. Buckeye. I think we said that Cody Trippett. I uh, actually watched uh, one of them in the boat today with a guy fishing and uh, watched quite a bit of it, uh, which I usually, I'm not a fan of them big long streams. Uh, and I usually don't watch them for any extended period of time, but they was really good today. They caught a few fish and had a wonderful time and it was good to see them in the boat. So, uh, they actually talked a little bit about if they could could get in a boat with somebody down there that they would do that, but they sure didn't want to take the place of a veteran, which I thought was a great thing to, to talk about because nobody wants to do that. Right. Uh, there's Ernie Brown. Thomas Little Page. I think that's Roger. I think that Thomas Little Page, if I'm not mistaken, he can correct me. Ain't that the husband of the new lady that's coming in, got her channel of uh, Serena? I believe it is. There's Dale Hayslip, the fishing magician. Big Mike, Mike Irvin, Epic, Wayne Smith, uh, Mark with Catfish and Crappie, Maurice Kaysen. Well, I don't want to forget Maurice. He watches everybody's show. Always yeah, there's Twisted. Mr. Twisted in the house with us tonight. La, guys and gals, please don't forget, if you see new names in there, check out their page, share up the bait. Uh, share up the love. There's Maxi Cat in here. Skip Stewart. Yep. Twisted fishing. Fans and fines. Wonder what he's finding. He's he's. I'll tell you what he's finding. I know he's pretty good. His name is Bob. He lives in Springfield, and he also does um, um, looks for stuff with those. Um, what do you call them? Damn things. Magnets. No. Um, can't think of what they call me, how they run them around the ground looking for coins and uh, oh metal detectors. Metal detectors. Yeah. He's got a he's got some of those and got a lot of really cool videos out. If you get a chance to check them out. Check his stuff out. They we're right here. We're a national battlefield near a national battlefield. But he, he's got a, a I believe it's a nephew that lives down south someplace that finds some amazing old coins. Uh, it's really cool stuff. There's Mike Irvin, half crazy. Uh, there's D. Glad to have all you folks in here. Uh, I hope we didn't miss too many. If we did, we'll try. There's Glenn, uh, Georgia Fisherman. We'll try to catch up with you some more. There's Catfish Bill, 66. Man, it's flying tonight. Yeah, Dave Swearington. Oh, good to have Dave. Yeah. Lynn Leeper. So, we talked we about Dave the other day. And uh, about having him here a while back, it's, it's been quite a while now, having him back uh, talking about uh, the insurance deals on boats. Yeah. Uh, that was a great show we done. So, Dave, if you're interested in doing that again at some point, let me know. Uh, David Martin, JP3, uh, it was a great show, and I think that that's something that people need to be aware of, uh, and uh, maybe we can do that. Say Wampus Cat joined us. Wampus Cat, my man. Calls yeah. me out every once in a while. I'm so glad to visit with him. I don't know why that does that, but I see a guy uh, posted a guy's name, John Boyer or something, and it always has to be approved. And it doesn't matter, it doesn't seem to matter what feed it's in. So, yeah, I've seen that. All right. Well, without further ado, let's get Tim in here and talk about some catfish tournaments in Missouri. 
Yeah. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. How you doing, buddy? Good, good. Staying warm, you know, here in freezing. In the house. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I know what it's like inside, but yeah, it's still good. I, I think I told you earlier before the show started, we done a little test run, and the physical therapy lady come by today for my last episode of physical therapy, and the roads are so slick, she would come down our driveway and slid out in the yard, and when she backed out, she was all over trying to get back out, and she hit the, the street. And it just, the front end, I thought it was going to end up in the ditch on the other side, but it luckily didn't. And we've continually had that crap all day long, and it's getting colder, so it ain't going nowhere. No, I think we're supposed to get a little more, aren't we? Something. That's what they say. That's just what we need. So we'll we'll see how that works out. But Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but it's good. It looks like chat's busy. I mean, just watching all these yes, names. So hi, everybody in chat. Thanks for joining on with everybody. Well, I hate to see Epic leave, but he says he's got to go, so I understand how that is. Sure. But I did see uh I did see Josh's wife in here. That's definitely the better part of that. There's Michael Morello too. There's mad catters saying that Tim puts on amazing tournaments and always has great food. Hey, bring an appetite this year. We're gonna have some food. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Nobody does food at tournaments like you do. I, I, well, where did you guys come up with that idea? So it's there's a, a mix there. So part of it was when I was tournament fishing, there was always tension, right? We all know everyone's competitive. They've been up. They're frustrated because they didn't, you know, for most people, it doesn't pan out the way you want it to. And, um, and one thing that breaks that down is food. People like to eat. It brings people together. Yep. What I did in the military in the Middle East, I worked a lot with the local uh, civilians there, what we call them spheres of influence. Um, so we, those SOIs, we work with them a lot. And, and a lot of these are some tribes that don't get along, you know, and then there's the coalition that doesn't get along. So my team would go there and, and orchestrate some of these meetings and, uh, and food. We get a feast together and get all these tribes, tribal leaders together in the, the coalition and um, in some cases, State Department guys, we pull them in there and everyone has a good time eating and they talk and you can talk over food. You can have a good conversation. So that, that, you know, remind me we can do something and break the ice and bring people together with the food. But also when I tournament fish, I hated stopping to get food on the way back. You got your boat, you got all your equipment. You don't want to run inside and eat and worry about it. You don't want to leave your partner out there. Although I don't mind leaving my partner out watching the truck, but uh, you know we didn't want to do that. So I was like, hey, let's get these guys something so they can grab and go when they launch. They can have a cold drink or coffee. So during registration in COVID last year, kind of threw this derailed us a little bit. But typically at registration, you have coffee and cold drinks, cocoa for the kids or whatever, donuts and grab snacks. You know, packs that they can take with them. When they come back in, we have pulled pork you know, sandwiches, things like that, hot dogs, chili dogs. If it's a night event for that morning, we'll have uh, biscuits and gravy and, you know, and coffee and everything. But, and we're there all day. So they come get stuff and we have families baking cookies and lemon bars. And it's, it's, it just brings everyone together and, and standing around people eating and having a good time or sitting at the tables. It really changes the atmosphere for the positive. It kind of makes you forget the bad day if you had one and, and once let you 
be able to share the good day with others if you had one of those. So worked out. Here, here's a thing in chat that that I think is important that we talk about, James. Dale Hayslip says, thanks for your service, Tim. So many people forget, not just Tim, but a lot of other guys that have been in the military and done so many good things. I know how important that is to you, James. Yes, I sir. Really do. It's, it's an honor. When, when I go through chat and, and I get bits and pieces of chat because it's flying, we don't see it all. And, and it's not because I don't want to say hello to Betty or whoever it is. It's just that we miss so much of it when it goes that fast. But when I catch one and it, it wants to thank Tim for his service, to me, that's extremely important that we talk about. And, Tim, thank you for, for all that you've done. Oh, man, thank you. And you know what? It, it's Service is one thing, but it's the support you get and you keep getting. That That's, that's, that's what's great. Everyone, yeah. the guys like that in the chat, other people, you guys, you know, it's uh, – it, that really means a lot is the, the troops that come back that know they were supported and, um, and they're constant. It's a good thing. It's so we appreciate I, it. You know, we just can't, we can't talk about enough and, and we do talk about it a lot, but it, it would never be enough, but no. uh, we appreciate everything that you and Dave and all the guys uh, and gals in the military have done for us uh, over all the years. I mean, it's, since the beginning of the United States of America, so I got three uncles. Well, three brothers. That was uncle. That's my uncles. That actually served in Nam at the same time, and hear the stories of the way that them boys was treated when they come home. Unbelievable. Breaks your heart. Fins uh, yeah. and fines. Thank you very much, sir, for that. Uh, so yeah, my friend Tim. Thank you, and uh, anybody that's in there that's veterans. We thank you for your service and. Uh, We'll always salute you and take our hats off to you. And we'll even buy you lunch if we run into you. You better believe it. Dister Melhorn. Hello, Dieter. How you doing? I tell you, Tim, I'm going to tell you something that most people won't believe. And if I didn't have so much crap between me and that wall, <laughs> my dad uh, passed away in 1973. I was 15. His World War II uniform is right there. Oh yeah, right, oh, right man. here in, in in my house with me every day. So, yeah, I don't have. Uh, it's one thing I don't have. I don't have like my war. I don't have any of that stuff hung up anywhere. And not to be you know disrespectful or anything, but my uniforms are probably one of my duffel bags out there. <laughs> uh, here's a sixty-four thousand dollar question: Can you still fit in them? Uh, he did well, ask you I, that. I have to look trying to fit. <laughs> I can get my now, arm in part of it, probably. <laughs> now, Tim, we were, I think we were just talking about that a little while ago. I yeah. think he set you up for that, <laughs> didn't he? <laughs> Maybe we should talk about fishing tournaments a little bit. <laughs> what you got coming up first off out of the, out of the gate this year, Tim? So this year um, – we're having, or this year again, we're having the Tournament of Champions. And the Tournament of Champions, our, our Tournament of Champions that we hold, is open to anyone. We have some criteria, you know, capture and release tournament, fishing from the uh, all-out fishing activities from a boat, things like that. Um, and you have to have won money. So it doesn't matter what series you fished in. As long as you've won money and you meet those general requirements, you can email us. 
and it's a catfish at outlook.com or message me and I'll, you know, get you the email, but uh, email us, we'll add your name to the list and then you can register and fish. And it's, it's just for people who won money. Um, we do for safety reasons, allow someone who didn't win money to be in the boat with them. Um, but, uh, it's hundred percent payout to the top three teams. So it's really for the anglers that's we kick, we're going to kick our season off with that. We have people from four or five different series right now that are uh, signed up and registered for it. Um, when it comes to registration for all of our events, we're a little bit different than everybody else. We have our website, allamericancatfish.com, and you have two options to register. You can pay a placeholder, which is only 25% of the fee, and that gets you in there on the list. That's your launch order. Or you can pay the full price and still get the same spot, you know, um, and then just pay the rest at the time. And why we do that is a lot of tournaments throw their schedules out the first of the year. And this gives the guys a chance to say, look, I, I'll, I'll get my placeholder one and I'll pay the rest later, you know, or I can sign up for rather than sign up for one for $200. I can sign up for four or five, you know, um, and it just makes a, makes it easier on them and they can plan a little bit better without breaking the bank. Right. So on our website, they'll see the PayPal links for each one of the events. You have a placeholder full pay. So we have tournament champions and that's some good competition. There's a lot of good people uh, signed up to be there. They haven't pre-registered yet, but that's okay. They can register day of. And right now we don't have a late fee for registering the day of. Um, so that helps people. We may have to go to that if, if COVID is still a big issue um, later in the season because some of the locations don't want uh, registration tables, things like that. As of right now, that may change. Um, and then, you know, we uh, we kick off our regular season. So that one's 100% payout. But we have several in our on our page, and we have them all listed. But um, then in April, we have a charity event. So we have other events going on there. But one of the charity events I wanted to talk about or mention tonight, I, I meant to, forgot to mention it earlier, is our Reeling for Lefty. And even our charity events that we do, are still in our points race. Our tournament champion is not a points race one because that represents everyone who competed last year. That season's over. But all our other ones, even though we are helping out with uh, charity events, the payout's still the same as a regular tournament. The points are still the same as a points race tournament. Um, we just give all our proceeds to that charity or that person. And so our reeling for a lefty, um, we we're helping with that one there, uh, a family, um, Dustin and Nor Johnson, they uh, got it set up. We helped them a little bit last year. This year, we're helping them a little bit more. They'll get all the proceeds for that charity. Um, it's on our page, and that'll um, that one is May eighth. We have, like I said, we have other ones prior to that, but May eighth is that one. And then uh, another good one, which is a kind of it's not necessarily a charity, but it's for the veterans of foreign wars. And it's the Gold Star uh, Catfish Tournament. And the Gold Star family, for those who don't know, is a family who's lost a service member while they're on duty. And this is a scholarship, a $500 scholarship is what we're trying to give out. Um, so if we raise $1,500, three kids are going to get that $500 scholarship helping with books or something. 100% of our proceeds goes to the VFW post, um, 11234. And that's at Perry Lake. So, if, you know, it appeals to lake people and river guys. And um, 
our tournament champions, one thing I forgot to mention, that's in on the Missouri River in Lexington, Missouri. Um, that's May, or I'm sorry, March 20th. Our, our uh, BFW Gold Star Tournament's May 23rd at Perry Lake in Kansas. Um, again, even though they get all that for the anglers, it's still a competitive tournament for them. It's still something they can uh, go out there. We're going to have uh, some some things on display. We get, we're gathering some uh, one-off sponsors for that. The VFW are raising sponsors. We got another veterans group, um, Kansas Vets Outdoors Events Group, is uh, going to help out and be there too. So we're, this particular one, this VF, VFW Gold Star, that's another one we we want to stand alone. I mean, our series is facilitating it. But it's you're, you know it's not our series per se. It's for the VFW. It's for those Gold Star family uh, scholarships, and we want to grow this one big. And um, that Perry Lake has got some nice fish in it. I mean, it, and it's a good good blue lake. Good, it's got channels all over. But uh, people are going to start hearing more and more about Perry Lake and their blues. Um, let's see here. Then we go. Right after that one is our Heartland Challenge. And again, we have other events, but these are just the ones we're highlighting. The Heartland Challenge is May 29th in Cobb Point, Kansas City, Kansas. That event, we have $10,000 added to it. That's $10,000 added to the pot. Um, it's not $10,000 first place or second. It's $10,000 added to the payout, which everyone's entries go to that payout. And, you know, we still run it the same way. We gave a breakdown what that would look like. Um, we are set, we capped that at 80 boats right now. So I think, uh, 40 something boats are pre-registered for that. So we're almost halfway there or 39, maybe 39 or 40, uh, pre-registered for that. So we're about halfway there. And, uh, again, capped at 80 boats, $10,000 added money. That's a good payout. Yes, it is. That's, that's a great payout. Uh, and since it's not dedicated to first place, that's a lot of people down the line that are going to have some nice, good payouts. And we pay and, one every ninth uh, spot. And and that's in some of the greatest catfishing waters there is in the United some States. Some good blues out there, some good, you know, some flatheads. And these guys do really good. Um, so you got where this is at, for people who don't know, you got the Kansas River and the Missouri River. So you got two rivers to fish. Um, we are going to launch really early in the morning. It'll be a controlled launch and the speeds will be, you know, briefed and then uh, they'll have plenty of travel time. So they're not launching right at fishing time. You'll have time to, to travel and, and we'll control that to mitigate it because um, it'll be limited visibility. And and we'll cover all that in the, the captain's meeting the night before. And where we're having the captain's meeting, it's at a barbecue location. We'll, we'll announce that here in the next couple of weeks. Um, these guys are looking forward to the Wild Calcutta auction. And uh, these guys that run the barbecue, they compete in barbecues, and they, they know how to run out Calcuttas. They said they'd help us, and it'll, it'll be a good time. But um, there's still more to come in our series. You know, when you go to our page, All American Catfish Tournaments on Facebook, right at the top of the heading there, the cover photo for the, the group lists all our tournaments. And um, we try to keep everyone informed. We're not the typical tournament series. We like to be fun, have a good time, and take care of the anglers. And eat. And eat. And these guys like to eat. They like their food. <laughs> we do, too. Well, Tim, I want to salute you for that. Uh, you know, 
to be that standout type of tournament guys that actually give back to your community and to others. But when you mentioned the gold star family support, that's uh, my hats off to you, my friend. Thank yeah, you. That's really a cool deal. Really, really is a cool. I, that's the first time I've ever heard anybody do anything like that. Uh, and I believe that there should be, it's like the deal that James does out there only once a year. There should be more of them across the United States. And I know he's told me he'd like to see more of them. The same way with your what you're doing with this Gold Star stuff. It shouldn't just be you. There should be tournament directors throughout the United States that put these kind of tournaments on. And yeah. not worry about how much they're going to make, but how much they can donate back to the people that gave so much. Yeah, and we don't make anything. We have, you know, right now we have, we're sitting at three events. We're not making a dime on. You know, we're we're not touching them. Right. Um, I'll put buying the Lamborghini off till next year, uh, but uh, yeah. yeah, most of the time, Tim, usually we go in the hole putting them on. Yeah, no yeah, doubt about that's it. That's right. And never, we'll never complain one bit at, at, because the good Lord's blessed me, and I know He's blessed you, Tim and Lyle. Uh, and if we don't give back. Sooner or later, we'll have to mess with that Miss Karma. Miss Karma's mean. She's pretty freaking mean, and she meaner than I am. I don't know about y'all guys, but she's meaner than I am, and I'd better stay on the good side of her. Yeah, she's related to my ex-wife, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Gold Star family, <clears throat> you know, if ever tournament series out there would take just one tournament, and pick a family and do that for it would really change it wouldn't just change that family it would change the outlook of the people that fish that tournament track. that's right right and and you know pfw and like i said we're we're it's we planned on doing it last year and covid hit and we said let's stop it we have some world war ii veterans in that vfw post you're vietnam veterans and no one's getting any younger um so we said you know well, let's do it this year and uh so we did and you know if the other tournament series they could do that they could work with their american legions they you know yes. anything it's not proprietary to us the more the merrier you know right. um right and that's you know and we would advertise it you know that's one thing we do on our page is we advertise other events for other series on our page right we don't, we're right. not shy about it i know southeastern does one for a kids tournament raising awareness and gets the kids out on the boats they also do a veterans you know veterans come fish with them uh so kudos to them you know that's that's what that's setting the standard right there guys yeah i I, it's a good point and there's a lot of people to be honest there's a lot of people who do things for veterans that aren't real visible right Um, you know, so it's not, it's, you know, there's tournament series out there that donate and things and they get contact. They and it's just, they're not advertising it out. Um, there's, there's a lot of support and we want to keep, keep giving that support ourselves. Well, and I, and I agree with that to a certain extent, but sometimes I think we've got a platform like right here on Catfish Weekly mm-hmm. that can bring awareness where awareness needs to be brought to. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, what was the uh, last tournament that you was talking about with the ten thousand dollar added? What was the the date on that? And uh, that would be uh, the May 29th. It's Memorial Day weekend. May 29th. Um, and the 
one day or two? It's a one day, and I, yeah, it's a good point. So I was just getting ready to say, we will probably, so next year our, our tournament series is going to look a little different um, if things go the way we want. And we'll probably make this one a two-day event, and um, we'll set it up to where people have time to travel back and everything over the weekends and stuff like that. That event, that Heartland Challenge this year is a one-day event. We're going to have security in the parking lot. We're going to have security at the hotel. Um, we're getting ready to post that hotel information. There was some quirkiness that we needed to address with them, and we are. And we'll get that posted out there. The biggest thing I wanted is security. I want someone working that parking lot um, who's got a you know financial incentive to do the right job. And right. The security company we use, they're off-duty law enforcement. So they have uh, from the local area. So they have the ability to enforce the law right then when they see it, not That's just observe nice. and report. Right. They can enforce it right then. Good, good. That's that's getting it done right there. Mm -hmm. That's getting yep. it done. That, that's well, that makes guys feel better. They come in with their boats, and they might be tired from a long travel or whatever to it, and might forget to grab something off of their boat, and they can feel pretty yeah. secure. I mean, you can't secure a hundred percent, but yeah. it does make them feel better that maybe they'll sleep pretty decent the night before. I know it's hard to sleep the night before a tournament anyway. So. It is. Yeah, yeah most guys don't. <laughs> They're sneaking around the halls, trying to pacing and <laughs> tying. <laughs> yeah, up out, running around out in the parking lot thinking, why can I not go to sleep? Mm -hmm. You just can't, you know. But that time of year is really good on that on those both those rivers and those stretches there. Um, it's not too hot yet, and the fish are active, and, you know, it's – so yeah, it we grow this one again, and that's what we've done the last few years is moved around, tested different things. We've always anchored in Kansas City and made the investment in Kansas City to because there's so many tournament series in this area. You know, you've got you got several different tournament series in this area, north of us, south of us, east and west of us. And so we don't need to saturate it anymore. But we're the only ones in Kansas City. So you know, we can promote some of those other ones and our guys can go fish those and that's fine. Um, and if we can get a good solid anchor with some good added money events in Kansas City and down south in Cheney, which, uh, outside of Wichita, then um, in Lexington, you know, that's what we're going to do. And um, we have a lot of fun going down to Cheney fishing that with those guys. Those Some great people down there. I mean, they're just a blast. And uh, not that there's not good people in Kansas City. There's good people around here too, but we didn't, we've only started going down there the last couple of years and we've had fun every single time. It's a good that lake itself is, is really nice. So you'll be, you'll be hearing about that one more too. Good. Good. Now, I'm excited. It looks like a heck of a year for you. And, and uh, we're, of course we're always pulling for you guys and, and we know that how good a tournament you put on. So it's exciting to see some of this stuff that you've come up with this year uh, and, and be excited with you uh, mm -hmm. for having these events. Yeah. Uh, on that, uh, on your tournament, on your tournaments that you do, like your charities for your veterans and the Gold Stars, do the towns that you're putting out usually get behind y'all on something like that, or is it? So, um, I'm a little bit different how I approach that. Is if it's brand new and we haven't done before, I like to get the first one out of the way before we start approaching too many places. Right, right, right. Then we can go back and, and show. We've had events in this location before. Um, 
but we want to see this develop a little bit more, get a good structure and get some good imagery. And then we'll go back and we'll talk to them uh, about raising a little bit more and, and work with them and their um, committees, different committees to make sure they budget it correctly. We don't, there's a lot of uncertainty with COVID right now, and it's uh, it's extremely difficult. So we don't want to compound the problem. These are long-term relationships that we want with these locations. So we'll do it. We'll you know slowly but steady get there. Yeah. After the show, I'd like to talk to you a little bit, if you don't mind, about some of this stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That might help me alone and how to approach things. So uh, thank you. Yeah. No sweat. Yeah. We're looking forward to it. I mean. It'll, the VFW guys are pretty excited about it. Um, there was going to be some ceremony there, and um, you know it'll, it'll be fun. And we're going yeah. to have some play set up, and hopefully have some good equipment out there. It'll be fun. It'll be good. But the fishing—that's one more fishing. I got one more question. I'll let Lyle take over because y'all—I know y'all got some stuff to cover on this. Do you fish in your own tournament? No. You don't have time, do you? I wouldn't anyway. Um, okay, I mean, I just wondered. Some do and some don't. That's why I was asking. Yeah, no, I don't. I mean, I wouldn't have time, so I don't, you know, that's why I was asking. I know y'all probably busy as crap beforehand, so. Uh, someone's got to guard the food. Right, that's, that's true. From guys like me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, do you guard it or you sit there and babysit it and sample it? That's the question. Well, you know, it's a little mixture of both because you know, <laughs> I pride myself on being the quality control. So, I can so relate to that. Edible, yep. good and edible yep. time. Well, I've had some of Uzi's cooking before, so I know it's usually pretty good. And yeah. now with something else that's in the works coming on, I know that that's going to even be improved upon. Yeah, the, these guys are – and I haven't announced it, but yeah, like I said, these – we got something that works for the guys. They're going to have to bring an appetite uh, next year. I might just show up for that. <laughs> You're invited. <laughs> uh, two old vets said, don't let one touch large lard of food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I like it's going to be a good year. We, we got several events out of Kansas City. And if people don't know the location and they don't know the rivers, I'm always available and I can take you and we can get on your boat and I can go up to Kansas with you and show you the hazard areas and mark them. Um, you know, that's not a problem for me. Just, just do it prior to the event, not like the day before, but a couple of weeks before or something like that, you know, and whatever. But, you know, it's, uh, you know, we'll be watching the rivers and we'll be watching the COVID stuff and, um, we do think it's going to start, you know, lightening up here by the time those events start developing. Well, I really hope so. For everybody in the fishing industry's part, uh, it would be great if it did mm -hmm. uh, to where we can have more of the events that everybody planned on having. A lot of them was canceled last year, especially early in the year, and, and, and rightfully so. I'm not taking anything away from that. And there was some that was held that probably shouldn't have been. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm going to just throw that out there, but that's not my decision to make. Uh, one of the things that I want to ask you, and I think that scares a few people off, is the Missouri River. Uh, mm -hmm. The Missouri River is a fickle old woman. 
and she will bite you if you let her. But it's really no worse than a lot of other rivers throughout the United States if you pay attention to it. One of the things you must pay attention to it on that river. And if you, I don't, I'm not sure in that area because I've not been that far up the Missouri, but is wing dikes. Uh, are there a lot of wing dikes on the Missouri River up in that area? Yeah, uh, so the flooding wiped out a lot of them. It, the river is low enough now you see them real clear, most of them real clear. A lot of the imagery now, their cards show those wing dikes on there. Navonic shows them on there. Right. Um, you know, so they, you know, in, in, in the, those wing dikes, it's a fishing strategy for a lot of guys. You know, fishing the water seam right off them, fishing behind them, mm -hmm. bait stacking up, you know, things like that. Fishing the channel swings, you know, the bends. I do. You know, a lot of that stuff, but there's a, that time of year, I'd expect a lot of these guys out bumping, you know, and um, they're going to be bumping. There's, you know, it, it's good that, you know, I believe in anchoring is fishing myself. You know, I have bumped, but I've caught more fish anchored. Um, but the guys with me, it's got some like, you know, the first time Eddie Henney went out bumping to really focus on it, he landed a 60 something pound blue, you know, up there where just north of where we'd launch from. And, um, you know, it, it's, there's some nice fish out there and the guys catch them, land them bumping and they land them anchoring. And, um, you know, it's, it's just your style, but yeah, the wing dikes are there. You can see them right now. By that time, it just depends how much water we got, if you could see them or not. But most of the navigation systems now show that and they show the channel. Well, you know, one of the things about them wing dikes is to see those, you have to enlarge that enough that you see that little line coming out from the bank. And a lot of times it'll come out of the bank and it'll go down the river and depend on which way your card is, it may be this way. But if it shows you that or three or four of them stretched out in a row, them are wing dikes and pay attention to them if you've not been in that area. Um, yeah. And they will hold fish. Certain yeah. times a year more than others, but they, they're they're like dams. They're one of the larger uh, structure items and more of them in that waterway. Uh, although now I understand that they're not going to continue to maintain the ones on the Missouri for lack of barge traffic. That's okay. They're still there. Mm -hmm. And if they're, if they're under the water, you sure want to make sure because you'll get a lower unit just pretty easily. Well, you know, and I was thinking, Lyle, while y'all were sitting there talking about it, Google Earth has a thing on there where you can go back in the timeline. Mm -hmm. And you can see it at low water time. And if you can correspond that to your Navionics and go in there and mark them, then you know for sure exactly what that thing looks like before you ever get there. Uh, that's so exactly right. Everybody use all the tools in your toolbox. Yep. Because there is some great fish on that Missouri River. Mm -hmm. You know, there really is. And, and and I can tell you why. And people can debate this and argue with it. I've fished that Missouri River a lot for a lot of years. These guys that are catching fish on there and considered experts now was pooping yellow when I started fishing it. So I'm telling <laughs> you right now, back in those days, those big fish wasn't in the Missouri River. And the reason they wasn't in there was because it was commercial fished to death. And they stopped that several years ago on the Missouri River, and you can tell the difference. There is giant fish in the Kansas City area, which you never used to hear people talking about,
big fish in the Kansuri area, and they catch 90 and hundreds pound fish up there every year now, and they didn't used to do that when it was commercial fish because they was all caught out. And yeah. from where the, where the Missouri comes in on the west side to where it uh, enters the Mississippi on the right side, all through the state of Missouri, there is no commercial fishing, and there is giant fish throughout that entire section of the Missouri River. I got a question about the wing dams. And I know I'll talk, y'all hear everybody talking about the leading edge on the outside and fishing behind them. But there's also an eddy right in the very corner on the front. Does anybody ever fish them spots? Oh, sure. Because there's an eddy right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's, there's I mean, some, you know, some guys fish all different ones, so they fish for different things there. And, um, guys, you know, I was talking to someone and they're talking about they use their life scope down in there behind those dikes oh, yeah. and how big the drum are. They're like their huge drum are out there. They were shocked to see them all. For and, James Dockery, that is silver cats. You <laughs> <laughs> keep those whiskers on it right now. But, <laughs> but I mean, I never heard anybody talk about that. And I just thought, well, maybe it's just too dangerous to be around over no, in that not. area. It's not. And, and, and again, this depends on current. It depends on the time of year, water temperature. Wing dikes are a great place to fish if you didn't fish nothing else. But you have to understand which part of the wing dike, what time of the year, what the water temperature is, how much the current flow is. Right. Yeah, there are certain quiet. ones that will hold fish, and there are certain ones that will never have a fish on it, it doesn't seem like. but And they change. Yeah, and there's, there's flats out there. I mean, it's. You know, for lake guys that don't fish rivers, you, you say, man, I'm not getting out on that river. They hear all the horror stories. Well, it's any body of water you got to respect. That's you right. got to learn it. Um, and do your due diligence, and you're going to be fine. Um, I learned my catfishing on the Missouri and Kansas rivers, you know, uh, not necessarily on lakes. I Trout, you know, bass fish and things like that on lakes, most in crappie and all that back in the day. But, uh, you know, the river – you just pay attention and um, and do your homework a little bit, and you're, it's, it can pay dividends. We the guys who put the effort in, they work for their fish, but they land some nice ones. I mean, I, I, you know, Justin Thornton um, a few years ago, you know, one of our first weigh-ins, I think it was the icebreaker, it was 185 pounds. You know, he they brought in their fish in 180, I think it was 183.5 pounds, something like that, and they had lost bigger fish, you know, so that's just what they brought in. You know, they're out there, you know, and, and last year we didn't have them in Kansas City because the COVID, but that's why it was going back a couple of years. So last year, you know, they had two years of flood years, and then last year there was no uh, tournaments there. So these fish are getting caught, and we've seen people catch several fish in the 90s um, a couple times now. Uh, you see, like, Eddie Henney, um or uh, Adam Funk and Eddie Henney caught that one 90-something pounds, 96 pounds. A few you know, months later last year, uh, Lydia Lell, another 96-pound one. Joel Roberts, several. He's caught a couple in the 90s. Kyle Kohler, again, 90s. And he would have broke 100 if he didn't wait, and that thing puked up that big carp. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But he you know, he puts on tournaments too, so he, he won that wow factor at the weigh-in. It cost them, you know, six pounds or whatever. But, um, you know, there's big fish here. There's no doubt about it. Look at catfish chasers. You know, um, 
where uh, Bradley Young, you know, they won it and they caught their big fish in the first 20, 25 minutes of the event, you know, and it's a hundred and something pounds worth of fish, you know, and there's big fish out here. There's really big fish. Yeah, so, there is. And, and, and more every year, it seems mm-hmm. like. Man, so it's, it's a nice figure to weigh the carp and the fish, wouldn't it? <laughs> it happened. You pull that out. You looking at that live well. You see that carp sitting there, like, gosh, dang it! <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> I've, you know, yeah. hey, it's, it's amazing what them things will leave in a live well. Mm-hmm. It really yeah. is. Yeah, and you, you know, the bait's easy to get. Um, right now, the Kansas River is really, really low, so no one's fishing it right now. But you know, and it's icing over in some spots anyway. But uh, you know, here next month it's going to start warming up, and the fish will be running, and then through May it's going to be on fire. So that's a good time frame for that event. Again, ten thousand dollars added money to an uh, eighty boat cap, and the parks are going to help us with parking, and we're going to have security, and we're going to have the foods already planned out. And I'm interested be- in that for sure. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna that food's going to be great. <laughs> The tournament's going to be wonderful, but the food's going to be better yet. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to food. Yeah, I bet you are. Now, <laughs> now, how do y'all? How do you run y'all's weigh-in on your tournaments? So we prefer that they keep their fish in the boat, um, in the live well, and then uh, they pull up in front of us. We give them the bucket, and um, the team we we prefer only that team touch their fish, you know, and then bring it over, and we weigh the big fish first. Um, we have a weigh-in slip, and this year. Um, we're looking to get some new scales. All you know, there's some regulations on the scales and how they have to print and stuff like that. All ours can do that. That's not an issue. This year, I think we're going to go ahead and just get that printer. Um, and I know you know Cabela's got some things to announce on that too. But uh, we're going to go ahead and get that printer, get it hooked up, so that way we have a weigh slip. So we tally how many fish they're weighing in, what their big fish was and what their total weight was we sign it we give them a copy we keep a copy of it this year we should be able to print off that weight and give it to them too um so that's their official weight on certified scales so it'll make it a little more fun you know it's not my handwriting so freaking sloppy so uh the printer will be a little bit more presentable so in the area you fishing is it like what lyle's talking y'all not allowed to tag fish we don't tag them ourselves. Um, when we fish out of Cop Point the last couple of years, the conservation guys were there, um, and they'd show up, and we'd have our way in, and they right, they're right next to the river. As the fish are getting ready to release, they tagged all the bluefish. They just got through this big comprehensive study. I can forward it to you guys, too. But now um, that is in Kansas. That was in Kansas. Right. Their study went through Missouri, though, too. Okay. Um, so it was, I believe it was Nebraska, Kansas, and Missouri. And, um, and he's... You know, he is uh, Clinton, Quentin Dean was his name who did it, and uh, he did is working with um, the KDWP there, and um, it, it's very comprehensive. But they tag fish for I think ten or eleven events out there. That ain't right. That's cool. That is cool. That's cool knowing that you caught a big fish that it is being tagged, and and mm-hmm. and you know maybe you look on there one day and somebody else doesn't caught your fish. Yeah. Well, some of the guys have caught the fish that were tagged at our events, recreational fishing. That's neat. Yeah, pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, they give you a list of the numbers that they start with and end with, so you'll know those numbers fall within that range or? 
No, they do all the tagging. They keep their numbers separate from us and everything else in form. If they catch a tagged fish, they just have a number to call and report the number, and then they'll tell them when it was tagged and the history on it, things like that. Right, right. Cool. Cool. Didn't mean to interrupt, guys. No, you're good. No problem. That's something I'm going to offer with my tournament. Any fish over 40 pounds, we're going to tag. Uh, but here in North Carolina, we can tag them ourselves and uh, attach their name to it. So, you know, somewhere down the road, they might get an email that said, hey, your fish was caught. And they might be from like Lyle. Lyle might tag a fish over here in North Carolina, might get an email a year from now that the fish he caught during the tournament gets caught. So it's well, just kind of a little incentive. I bet that Cape Fear's got some quite a few over forty in it. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All our all our rivers are good in North Carolina, and they're getting better. Wiley, the lake we're fishing, it's becoming a daggum flathead hole, buddy. Oh nice. We still they still catching flatheads right now. Oh nice. Yeah, that would be nice. That was one what two two and a half weeks ago. A forty-seven nine caught in about three foot of water. Yeah, well, there's some there's some big flatheads on in the Kansas and Missouri. <laughs> yeah. There's some nice ones. These yeah. and these guys know what they're doing. They're better at it than I am. They know what they're doing out there. Now, do y'all do a live weigh-in or anything so people can watch y'all do your your weigh-ins? Yeah, we we try to. Some of the locations now, COVID was a little bit different um, because right. it just brings people out, you know. So we didn't do a whole lot of live feeds with the COVID stuff going on. Um, but next year we plan on doing it. Um, it's part of the agreement. So visit Kansas City, Kansas is, um, you know, we'll get to the sponsors at the end, but they're the ones we're working with and we have been working with the last few years. And we, you know, one of our things we let them know is we do shows like this. We'll, um, we want to do a live show from there. We want a live feed from there. Um, we want people, and why we call it the Heartland Challenge to begin with is guys from Heartland go all over out east out south to go fish and compete but we want people to start coming here too so get them to come here and put the invest in coming here we need to have the right amount of money so this year we're getting ten thousand dollars we're not asking people to show up for free but um so this year you know we had that ten thousand extra added money hopefully that'll be a lot more next year and uh, we'll start bringing these guys in from come up here and fish our waters because everyone goes down there and fish those waters too and and let people start traveling and enjoy themselves but going to a destination where there's things to do too in Kansas City you're when you're fishing in the Cop Point you're downtown Kansas City you're not that far from the legends there's you know our Sprint Center and the Power and Light District there's things to do around there um and that's what we want we, we want to bring people in here and test them out in some new waters and test them out against the competition they're coming to see them you know, in these other locations. Have fun doing it. Yeah, there's everything everything that you can think of to do in Kansas City. Yeah. I mean, it, it just is. I mean, um, whatever kind of nightlife you want to uh, participate in, it's there. If you want to watch sports, they got it. If you mm-hmm. want to catch fish, they got every kind of fish there is to catch uh, within driving distance of wherever you're at. So that's right. Uh, it's, it's all right there. And uh, I used to go up there and shoot a lot. There's some of the greatest trap shooting areas anywhere right up there. So uh, 
I don't remember exactly. I think it's at Smithville of Lake, but I'm not sure that's right. Smithville had one. Um, there was, uh, was it um, Powder Creek over there? Um, and Shawnee's got another one, another good range of skeet shooting mm-hmm. uh, competitions. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, that's one thing about Kansas City is you can be as fast as you want or as slow as you want. It's got everything. All yep. kinds of great food, great entertainment. Yep. There's stuff for the families to do. They have a great zoo. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, there's the great zoo. That's huge. Um, you got NASCAR, you got football, baseball, you got concerts, you know, you got all kinds of live. I mean, you got casinos all around us. So uh, it, it's good. And, you know, like I say, the fishing's there, you know, and uh, hopefully we'll grow this. And that's the intent of all of our events is to grow them to where it's worth people's while to come out. They get, you know, they fish it, they win some good money. They see where their their entry fees going with the food and the drinks and things like that, with the trophies and the plaques they get. You know, we we want to do things a little bit different. We want to reward them for uh, supporting our trail, and uh, and that's the best way we can think of right now. That's exactly right. That's uh, go ahead, James. Can I uh, hit on a little something that uh, I seen in chat? I don't remember who asked it. They said that uh, if only catfish tournaments would pay out like bass tournaments. And I don't know if people really realize the cost to enter a bass tournament. They don't. It is not cheap. And without sponsorships, the everyday fishermen could not afford to fish that type of tournament. Period. A lot of them bass tournaments are five and ten thousand dollar entry fees. Yes, a lot of them are. Some of them more than that. The uh, I go to a, a, con- a convention or have the last couple of years. Last year was canceled. It's a sports convention for event planners, and um, cities uh, sponsored me to go to it last couple times. One of the guys there, he um, really helped out in the bass community and about these events and things like that and he he thought it was pretty unique that someone from catfishing was there putting on some water events which is that you don't typically see in those that type of setting but he was just talking about that what the expenses are for them um at that level you know not just the regional ones but you know just all around the travel all the expenses and what the city's paying them and some of those cvbs that we talked to when they talk about what the the bass teams get or the bass you know host event planners get to have their events there it's it's a very large amount i can say this um all the money we get for these events we're using you know it's the heartland challenge be the first one that we have we've already told people we got ten thousand dollars added money that's between sponsors in the city we have some money set aside to pay for the security things like that and that's the first time otherwise it's a dollar for dollar from all added money goes to the anglers. This one, I think the, the anglers would appreciate having added security there. So we set some aside. We don't use it all. It goes back into the pot, you know. Um, but for those events, there's a lot more money behind the scenes, expenses, and things like that that the anglers don't see. So it's not necessarily a good comparison. You know, that's right. Most right. Of the fishing guys, what they get, they get, they pass on to the anglers. Right. Uh, but my question is, point, Carl Wells makes a great point too that talking to bass tournament guys every day down, he lives in Texas, that you'd be surprised at how many people never heard of a catfish tournament. Right. And, and, and 
it's it's getting better. That's getting better. But there's still a lot of people that don't know that there is even catfish tournaments held because when you say fishing tournament, they only think of two. Mm-hmm. Uh, crappie and bass, unless you're from the North Country and then walleye <coughs> and bass. Right. You know, so. But my question is, do you want catfishing to be as big as bass? I always the reason I'm, so, but, but the I reason I'm saying is that you can catch bass on about any bank on the Daggum Lake. Mm-hmm. Bass is so scattered out. Do you want ten thousand people on your home lake out catfishing on a weekend that you want to go catfishing, and you can't find a hole to put a bait in? Well, I tell you what, money and tournament in the tournaments has brought in the undesirables, the people that don't even fish, that are running organizations and tournaments and stuff that should never have been a part of fishing, and they're not making it for the better, regardless of what they claim. Or what's being said, it's people that's never been fishing or only went with a guy. So he said he could have, have caught one once uh, or running stuff that should never been allowed to do that. And they're ruining the sport as, as a fishing sport as it is now. But that's why people like Tim keeping it on the up and up. Southeastern right. keeping it on the up and up. They are the ones that sets the examples for all the rest of them to say, you know, I don't want to be part of this trash. I want to be over here with this man. We know what he's saying is true. And I want my kids to watch this tournament. I want my grandkids to be part of this tournament sooner or later, because them's the ones that's going to be running the, t- the tournaments for long, mm-hmm. Tim. You know, I right. got to hand it down to somebody. That's right. Well, it's funny. We're talking about bass tournaments and catfish tournaments. We are sponsoring a girls, high school girls bass team this year. <laughs> Hey, nothing wrong with that. Good for you. Because yes. next year, maybe they want to get into catfishing. Yeah, we are, we're, that's what we've taken them catfishing before, but they're, Jeremy Beecham is their coach, and um, and he's uh, we're helping them. I've known their mom forever, you know, since the kids were born. But um, so they, but these girls want to compete against the boys, and they, to your point, they knew about bass fishing, and then when they reach out to me. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, what about the catfishing? You know, so we took them catfishing. But, yeah, that's all they knew. That's all was there was catfishing or, I mean, bass fishing. So now, you know, we said, hey, you get into catfishing. And as eager as you girls are and, you know, focused, they can do well in this sport. But to, to how big do I want catfishing to be? Big enough that it grows new people, attracts new people. But um, I deliberately, you know, we could have got – and there, there's other locations that have 100 plus boats events, and that's great. That's great for them. Um, we capped ours at 80 because we wanted parking to be manageable, max it out, but be manageable. Um, and 80 is good for us because I think I can treat everybody good, put on a good event for them, have a big payout, um, you know, and, you know, hopefully we get that 80 boat, you know, uh, maxed out. But I would rather have 50 teams with no issues and everyone have a good time than 100 teams and have to deal with a bunch of issues. I agree 100%. You know, so and that's I want to keep our events fun, high payouts, be transparent what we're doing with the money. Um, last year, or I don't know if it was last year, the year before we had an issue come up, people are questioning it. And I put all the receipts up for everything. Every last freaking dime we spent preparing for that tournament. And there, we're not shy about it, you know, not at all. Right. We have nothing to hide. That irritates some series. 
that's okay. You know, the anglers are paying us money that they've worked for. There's no reason why we can't be honest about it. Yes. People don't realize the time and money and effort it takes for the PR to produce a positive influence tournament. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, right. it's true. The time, not just for us, but for the sponsors. To I mean, you take, you know, like I said, I'll talk about our sponsors at the end, but one of our sponsors, Cat uh, River Anchors, John and his wife are all over the place. They are trying to take care of the angler. They're trying to grow a business, and they're trying to do right by the anglers. Some of these other events, um, you know, they're getting their products out there. Yeah, but it's cost. Everything he gives away costs them money. You know, and it's a small business. It's a growing business. And and I know of just in Kansas how many of those little events he's supported. There's Missouri. There's Iowa. Nebraska. There's you know North Carolina. Those guys there are working. They put a lot of time in. They got to make their products, and then they got to deliver their products, you know, and they got to talk to people on the phone about their products. There's a lot of time invested into supporting catfishing, and I don't think, you know, a lot of people do recognize it. I don't think a lot everyone does quite yet, though. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate it, Tim. I, I want to get. I want to shout out to one of your sponsors, um, and. I usually don't do this, but the service I got from them the last couple of days has been outstanding. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for a certain type of line, fishing line for uh, ultralights and couldn't find it in my area. All the stores are out, sold out, didn't know when they was going to have them back in. And I called up Macy's Fish and Find, I actually sent them a, le- a message, and they had exactly what I wanted. So I ordered two rolls. And they couldn't take my information to get it shipped out right then. And I got that, man. I've been in business. I understand how hectic that is. And when three, several hours later, when they contacted me, they'd already shipped it and then took my information so they could get paid on it. (laughs) I was pretty impressed with that. And then today I had seen an ad, but I couldn't make out heads or tails of price, size, uh, nothing on the little image that I seen online about a uh, stone for for a live well for aeration. Mm-hmm. Again, sent them a message, and within just a few minutes, they had detailed information and pictures, and uh, I wanted to know about putting uh, rubber suction cups on the bottom of them. And everything that I wanted to know shortly, and I'd never, I'd met them before, but hadn't you done business with them before? But I was impressed enough that they'll get a lot more business from me from now on. And all that come through you because I wouldn't have known about them probably or, or been so um, aware of them to call them if it hadn't have been through all American catfish, but man, the service that come out of there was phenomenal. Yeah. We, uh, so great. You had that interaction with them with the Stovers. We, we're revamping who we have sponsors and we, we take a look at sponsors and we've had sponsors in the middle of the season. We just dropped, you know, it's cordial. It's amicable. You know, um, we're not blowing everyone up on, it's just not going to fit for us. If we, you know, in some cases we gave it a shot. We hope your business was successful. It just not wasn't for us. Right. Uh, we learned our lesson early on just jumping on with anybody. 
you know, I was new to it and I jump on and man, it was a freaking disaster. So yeah. now we're very, again, th that is an example of Lyle gave me advice early on and I didn't quite follow it and I learned my lesson. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so the Macy's Fish and Find or the customer service there, they will pick up the phone, they'll call you, um, they'll message you, you can message them. They're, you know, always accessible. Their kids help them run the store. And what a lot of people don't realize, they have other things besides fishing products, too. A lot of guys go up there and buy their bulk detergents and dog foods, pet foods from them. But, um, you know, there's where they're located at it. When people see it, they're surprised. These guys have what you're looking for. They're cat fishermen. They have, you know, they fish. They have a big boat. They have all the equipment. They're out there on the river. They know how to use the stuff. Um, Michael Silver will test it out. And when a reel goes out the door, he's he's looking at it. He's going to take it. He's going to look at it, make sure there's no issues with it. For Most places pick it off the shelf. I've been in um, Bass Pro where they're doing their online orders. And they're just pulling reels off the shelf. And they put them in a box and they send them. No one checked it. <laughs> they just rely on the manufacturer to do it all. Michael checks yours. Can somebody please put up a... Uh a link to Macy's Fish and Find in chat. There's people wanting to know how to get a hold of them. Thank you, guys. I've been seeing some posts up on them and people sharing their stuff up lately. Yeah, I you'll see. Interrupt you, Tim. But if they want to see it, I want to. I want to get that information to them. Yeah, it, it, we'll we'll post all of our sponsor stuff on our web or our Facebook page. But Macy's Fish and Finds will take care of you. They got the top products. They just got the platinum award for from Big Cat Fever, Cash the Fever, platinum for the sales for in last year. They've taken care of us. Um, they do their work, you know. They they get the products in, they get it back out there, and um, they take care of their guys, you know. And and that's not surprising what they did for you, Lyle. And out the door, people here in Kansas City will order something, it'll be in their mail that afternoon, and they'll have it the next day. And they're, they're like, what the heck? You know, um, and for us, you know, I go up there and pick stuff up and bring it back for guys in Kansas City. It's a couple hours away from where I'm at, but they are good, good people. They'll take care of you. Um, they just want to do right by the anglers. And sometimes, you know, people, uh, a little competitive, I guess. But um, these guys, they don't get wrapped up in it. They, um, they're just trying to run a business, a family business, teach their kids how to run the business. But at the same time, take care of all the people fishing. And they send, they deliver, or they ship out everywhere. So you could be in Florida, you could be in Washington State. What it doesn't matter, you know. They will give them a call, talk to them what they got, look at their page, Macy's Fish and Finds on Facebook, and um, if they've got it, they'll send it to you. Yeah, it, it just I was really impressed. And like I say, I did drove up. Cindy and I drove up at what last year or sometime one of your tournaments we hadn't been to one just to just to see the way in and met them up there and uh, we visited you know throughout the thing and never thought anything more about it but um i've been looking for this clear six pound line around here and nobody's got it no of course dockery he's got it up in bfe northwest northeast missouri but i ain't planning on being up there no mm -hmm. time and um somebody said hey macy's got it so i Send them a message. Sure enough, they got it. And uh, yeah, and they're not, they don't oversell you. That's what, you know, it's so nice about it. Here's what you want. They'll, they'll, if you answer a question, they'll give you their your honest answer about what they think. Um, 
they don't oversell you. They don't like, hey, well, since you got that, do you need this? Do you want this pulling? This is a great. They don't do all that stuff. Just here's what we got, you know, and they'll answer your question. They'll take care of you. They're not real, real aggressive. And I think that's what sits well with a lot of people. Yep. Yeah, don't feel like you're dealing with a used car salesman. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> hey, Lyle. Yes, sir. We got. We still got almost 100 people in here right now. Can you load the names up? I can. I can. If you load the names up, I'll give away a pair of the brand new ghost floats that I'm producing. Let's do that. I'll get it up here in just one momento. Tim, I know that you have another project that you're working on. (laughs) And I wanted to touch on that, and it really doesn't have anything to do with catfishing. But it intrigues me. James is going to love it because he used to race VWs. So tell us about your new um, projects you have with your dune buggy. So, um, <laughs> so uh, besides fishing, you know, being a low cost hobby, um, I, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. after my company closed its offices in Kansas city this year, I took it off and I was like, ah, let's look around. I've always wanted to race the mid 400 out in Vegas. And so I started kind of looking for a Baja to build and to go out there. And why I went out there to go look for a Baja, the guy's bugs were, you know, just not what I wanted and walked in his barn. And I seen this nice, good bodied, stripped down, pans done on it already, 62 Beetle. And um, so I said, all right, let's grab this thing here. So I bought that, um, totally what I didn't go there to expect and to get. Towed it back a couple weeks later with all the parts, all original and everything. Had a uh, so that one there is like a 34 horsepower, 36 horsepower motor. 36. And, and yeah, um, 36. Yeah, it's 36. So I got a 1800 stroker um, put in it. A built for 1835. It. Yeah, it's straight. Yeah, and uh, 1835. Yeah, and um, it's got a vintage, you know, nice exhaust from vintage uh, speed. Um, built in it's a vintage speeds out of taiwan it's high in exhaust for it uh, all stainless um so i had that made put on there dual carbs everything it's uh see oh, you guys had a dual 44s on it mm-hmm. yeah so yeah it's uh that'll feed it yeah it's it's it's, it's ready to go i mean um <laughs> let me see here uh the counterweight 74 millimeter new forge and counterweight 74 millimeter. yeah yeah, I'm looking to see here. Um, 110 cam filters, timing gear. Shoot, I mean it's kind of rods is running. The rods are uh, they're German rods. Um, I don't have the name of them right here, but they're German rods. Right. Yeah. And Carl Wells, it's not going on his boat. It's in a bug. <laughs> it's all you know. It's it, it's you know it's Uzi's car. She she wanted it. She wanted it all chromed out and polished. So the engine's chrome and white. The body's going to be a high gloss black. Uh, it's got some nice wheels on it right now. And I and literally from earlier today, I was talking Lyle, but since then the owner of the store called me. This has been a project his store and another store and us have been uh, working on for a while. And his staff was uh, kind of him hunting around talking about different parts they have coming in for me and stuff like that. He's like, no guys, he's not in a hurry. He's not rushing it. It's going to be a beautiful car. Yeah. It's going to be, you know, it's, it's going to be done right. But, um, 
so we, we were talking about the parts and what we're going to do and um, the different transmission we're putting in there and everything else. And it, it it's going to be cruising. It's going to have yep. some good power. Be sweet. And, uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I had a 62 rag that uh, I had it down and down to about 980, 980 pounds is what all it weighed. <laughs> so go it was running, I was running 1835 with dual 44s on there. She'd carry the front tires in second gear. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, fun. She was, yeah, she was wicked, man. But I didn't yeah. know enough. Back then, I didn't have enough sense to look into all beefing up all the support, supports around the transmission and all that. And I thought Lyle, when we was talking about it, he told me you got that. I said, yeah, I was running for 100 bucks one night when I grabbed second gear at about 6000 It ripped the whole nose off the front of the transmission, <laughs> beat the floor pan round, jumped up and down in the middle of the road, and yeah, it kind of tore that car all to pieces, but it was a 62 rag. Yeah. But you were still smiling, right? Absolutely. Oh, well, no, I had to give up the $100, too. <laughs> <laughs> Lost the car and the 100 bucks. So why yeah. the, the guy who, the engine builder for us, you know, and he does performance all racing engines and stuff. It's wide open throttles out of Can or Independence in Kansas City there, Independence, right. Kansas, or Missouri. Um. You know, and, and they do it right. They take their time. They do it right. And everything's weighted and balanced. And, I, and yeah, I could slap together. We know how that is. You can get one. You can slap together. It, it may not be right. It may get you a couple runs. And then you're rebuilding the freaking thing. That's right. You know? I built mine on my kitchen table. Mm -hmm. And uh, But I, everything was poured and polished, balanced. It was uh, I run with a scat cranky, except I was running a 78-millimeter crank instead of 74. I had to have the case opened up and went with uh, the street eliminator heads, 42, 37 intake valves. Yeah, she's pretty wicked. I enjoyed it, but in fact, the motor still, guys still got the motor. I had to sell the motor and junk the car, much as I hated junking a 62, but. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're converting it from drum to disc brakes. There you go. Good so, that's the best thing you can do. You got to stop quick too sometimes. Yeah. Um, so the, been, uh, the engine's been sitting up in their uh, their shop, and he said, "Man, it just everyone comes in just to look at it." And I was there when, it, when they first got the, the exhaust in and put right. it on, and uh, and sure enough, there's people standing around just came in. Where's that thing at? Because they posted the pictures online. A lot of people don't know I like cars, um, especially bugs. Um, they found out this year, and so uh, if I had more room, I'd have bought that Baja I was talking about. Yeah, there. I'd like to have that too, but I don't have the room either. How about we yeah, give away some bobbers? That worked. I got them all loaded up. Tim, pick me out a number between one and five, please. Uh, three. One. Two. Three. And the winner is Big Slim 91. Congratulations. And Congratulations, my friend. We have 100 people in chat. Or we have 96 people watching the show, uh, not that many in chat. But anytime we do giveaways of any time, uh, any kind throughout the year, that has to be to win. You have to be uh, subscribed to Catfish Weekly. So if you're not a subscriber and you want a chance to win, subscribe, like, share, do all the stuff for us. Because if you're in 
watching the show. You don't have to say anything. We know you're watching the show because your name comes up on my screen. And we will grab all those names and throw them in when we do a giveaway. Now, if you're not a subscriber, you can't you can't get in on that. So if you if you have a chance, if you care about what we do, if you like what we do and, and to continue to have these quality guests like Tim with All American Catfish, be sure to like and subscribe and then you can get a chance to win also. And now we have a over 100 likes on this show. I would like to give away a set of, or one of the, uh, I'm going to give away two of the um, CPR uh, decals to one person. And if you guys will give me a second here, I'm going to load them up again and we'll give them away because with over a hundred people watching the show still this late in the night or and 107 uh, likes I think that's a great time to do that, don't you, James? Sound like a winner to me. Cindy got a fishing rod out here. I'm afraid she's gonna she's gonna whoop me with this thing. And guys and gals, if you win something, make sure you contact us within a timely manner so we don't have to wait because we're not gonna hunt you down. It's your prize, you want it. Uh so contact us, but you can contact me at James Smith or at Patriot Catfish of America. Or text, either one you want to do. Yep. And the same way with, with Catfish Weekly stuff. Right. So, Tim, and thank you for supporting us. The, uh, you know, I didn't um, talk to you guys beforehand, but we will, I'll get with you and we can set a date up when you want to do it, but we'll give uh, a, a giveaway one free entry to our Heartland Challenge with that $10,000 added money. We'll give an wow. entry away. Um, it's a $200 entry, so that'll help somebody out. We're going to give one away, one free entry away, because um, the Chiefs made it to the Super Bowl. We're going to do that Wednesday night. Those names are already set aside. And then um, we'll uh, we'll get with you on another date closer to that event, and uh, we'll give one of those things away. Man, that's outstanding. So any – yeah, and that, that comes out of Tim's pocket. So any of you guys that are interested – in fishing that Heartland Challenge, be sure to pay attention when we post up the next date that Tim will be on this show, and we're going to give that away. Tim, thank you so much. Um, I'm going to go ahead and get entered in that. The sad part is I can't win that. We can't win our own stuff. Kind of hate that, but you know what? It's going to be fun anyhow. I'm talking to Mark, and he's been wanting to fish a, a tournament. He's never fished a tournament ever, and I think that would be a really fun one for him to I think it'll be set up. Yeah. Let's give this away. Give me another number. Two. One. Christian Brown says you want a piece of my birthday cake. I'd like to have that too, but <laughs> Mad Catter Catfishing. Cool. Cool. Mad Catter Catfishing. If you will contact me after the show and send me your information, I'm going to send you two of the CPR. Uh, decals that are up in the right-hand corner of the screen. Uh, people really seem to like, like those, and uh, uh, we're going to get another bunch of them ordered here. We're, it, it amazes me how quick we run out of stuff, and Katie gets them back to me. But um, And don't forget about our uh, poundage club, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, up to 90. If you get 100, we'll have her make one, but so far nobody's got that yet. The first one's on us, and after that, they're on you. So 
Um, be sure to jump in on that if you catch some fish that you're proud of and let us know. What else we got to talk about tonight, Tim? Well, you know, I want to thank you guys for coming on here and everyone in chat and supporting you. I mean, um, you're always doing a lot for catfishing and, and helping guys like little guys like me, you know, get our word out there a little bit more and helping us grow our events. So I appreciate that. You've always helped us. Um, you know, our sponsors, Macy's Fishing's Fine. It's, you know, you guys check them out. You can, um, the, uh, you know, they're on our page. We'll post a link to their group and everything. Um, our other sponsors are like Parks Planer Boards. You got, I use their planer boards. They have crappie boards, they have lake boards, they have river boards, different sizes. He's got other products he's making, another good small business. He's got, um, he really takes care of tournaments as much as he can. He's you can buy his products also. It makes his fish is fine. John Ord Cat River Anchors. You know he's going to be back with us this year, and he's we're going to give away a couple of his anchors, and he's going to have some gift certificates to help you know people give a choice. So we want to thank him as a sponsor. Visit Kansas City, Kansas. It's a big one for us. Um, you know they added all that money into uh, Kansas City, and what they did is they gave us we. Ask, there's a long story behind it, but we got 10000 from them. We set 2500 aside to cover all the uh, expenses for security and all the parking fees and all that kind of overflow stuff. And then our sponsors made up the rest. Um, that money may grow more, but right now we're at $10,000. And so we want to thank Kansas City, Kansas for doing that. Um, there's going to be several events in Kansas City this year. Um, it, it is going to be our anchor, and I know a lot of people say, why don't you go out east? Why don't you go down south? Um, there's a, a very low profit margin for us, you know, and we try to account for everything. But there's plenty of events out there. You know, if, if those events out there want help, we don't mind promoting them on our page. We promote a lot of series on our page because they share our events, too. And um, we hope they grow, too. So there's a lot of events out there for other people to fish. They don't just have to be ours. And uh, let's help to grow them. And so, I mean, those sponsors again, Macy's Fish is fine. Uh, Parks Planner Boards, Cat River Anchors, Visit Kansas City, and last but not least, River Cats, a uh, River Rats Real Repair. <laughs> they have taken care of our guys um, a lot with their reels. They, in fact, they were just messaged me today. They've got some of our uh, reels that are all done. Um, Eddie Henny's and mine. Uh, they're going to get back. Um, so Cindy Ritter, you know, you can message them and she'll get back with you. And uh, they take care of the anglers. I mean, they're really fast. Everyone loves their products when they get back. Great work. Great work. I, just for the record, they fixed my reel and cleaned it up really quick. What It took a lot of extra work to fix and clean uh, Eddie Henney's reels. We won't go into the details for that. But they were used. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, he's it's a good guy, and they're funny. They're fun people, and it's a good business. And um, everyone got reels out there that needs clean. Now's the time to get it done before you start putting them to work this year. That's great. There you go. Um, Carl Wells' Southeast Texas tournament on Lake Conroe this Saturday. Bring your heaters. He would know he lives right down there, folks. I'm sorry you guys had to see the Judy Booty stuff. I think I got them deleted off of here. I will not tolerate that. I have people that are moderators that are specifically hand chosen to get rid of them. But for some reason they can't eliminate them. I can. And when I see them, 
you're out of here. I'm not going to tolerate none of that. Uh, this is a family show. We try to keep it that way as much as we possibly can. But every once in a while, we get one of them ass hats that slips in there on us, and they're out of here, and hopefully they won't be back. Yeah. Thank you, Twisted. Uh, yeah, Lyle, I, I didn't. It got past me, so I didn't get to see what they said. But Well, bless some... his heart. He was trying to time him out and time him out, and I guess that he doesn't have the removal power that I do because he's now history. If, uh, or whatever. If anyone out there on the chat's got a tournament that they want um, us to share, they can message it to me. We have a on our images, on our media files, on our page, our Facebook group, we have we're putting all the images, all the tournament trails and their schedules on there. So people can just go there and check them all and see what's there. So we don't mind sharing them. If they got something, send it to me and I'll post Absolutely. it out. Yeah. I, I never used to I used to do that for everybody, any and everybody. But I do have a criteria now you have to meet and some things that you can't be a part of for me to share stuff with them. Because yeah, that's a good point, too. I just yeah. won't tolerate any of that nonsense. So, uh, Tim, I can't thank you enough for coming on. We had a great time with you tonight, and it was an awesome show, even though we did get to hear about Judy's booty. Happy birthday, James. I know it's been an thank awesome. Thank you, sir. I had a great time with you on here. And uh, for all of our viewers, be sure to tune in next Monday night. Um, let me check right quick to make sure I get this right. I don't want to be wrong about it. But next Monday night, Robbie Moreno is going to be on our show. He's the young guy that was in the show with with uh, Kevin on Catfish on on uh, Palmetto Cats the other night, uh, tying the knots. I was really impressed with him. And for us to do good things. Uh, for the future of catfishing, we need to keep these young people as a part of that. So he's going to spend 20, 30 minutes on here uh, with us. We might get tie knots. We might talk about fishing. It's hard to say, but we're going to have a good time. So thank you guys for watching and everything. You've been a part of the show. We appreciate it so much, and we'll see you next Monday night. And don't forget, Thursday night, after James Dockery and Chad, we are going to have Panfish Weekly. See you then. Hey, Lyle. Yes. Guess who I'm having Wednesday night? I'm having no, a great couple. About that. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, you're fine. I just want to shout it out so they can come in. I don't I haven't had guests in a while, but I'm having a great couple coming on there. Miss Jolena Long Hoffman, her husband, and her fishing partner will be on Patriot Talk Show Wednesday night. So come join us, guys. And that'll be a great show. We've had them on Catfish Weekly. They're outstanding guests. The two women can put some fish in the boat, but not to be outdone by the husband. Yeah. I'm sure there's a little competition goes on between them, don't you think, Lyle? They are super. You guys will have a blast. I can't wait to watch them where I can be yep. part of the audience and not part of the, the show because they are super folks. Tim, we thank you for coming on tonight, my friend. You shared thank a lot you. of great information. If anything we can do on our side to help you keep doing what you're doing, just let us know, my friend. I sure will. Appreciate it. Night, everybody.